Hey, this is Max, and you're listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, where we talk about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversations about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Okay, well, welcome to the 49th episode of wow. The Uncommon Truth. 49ers. I'm, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 49ers just down the road a few hours. I'm joined by Stephen Vicky Orsillo once again. It's my pleasure to have you guys. Thanks. Thanks so much for being the Uncommon Truth. I just get to be the host. So you guys are the, the fountains of the Uncommon Truth. We're and the fountains I, of I Uncommon just, Truth. Yeah, I, I mean, it. a lot of people want to be the fountain of youth. You guys get to be the fountain of truth. <laughs> Can we have a little bit fountain of both? Fountain of truth. Well, I'll take that one. One day we'll get you to do a high kick on video and people will see how youthful you actually are. Splits, huh? Yep. Yep. So we're we're on video once again. I think this is the third or fourth time we've been on video. It's been so, so fun, hasn't it? It has been great. I've learned how to cross and not cross my legs. Uh, learned how to wear the right colors. Not of wear things, a purple hat. Not wear a bright purple hat with a shiny silver patch on the side. <laughs> Why are you Steve, looking at us Steve, like uh, <laughs> Steve just came in from out back where you're working on the church renovation and the church expansion project, right? Yeah, we started the found tried to start the foundation, but found out the rick, the dirt wall was way too close, and now we've had to move it. All right. So we've been digging dirt for a couple of days in a row. Okay, so yeah. you're out on a little excavator. Yeah, uh, right now I'm on like an excavator. Pen. Mostly I've been on a backhoe and a skid steer, but he's amazing how he does it. You'd have to watch it's, to see him do that. He's it's remarkable out there. <laughs> that was literally five minutes ago, and literally. we have. We have yeah. switched his shirt it was like a pit crew came in and sw- <laughs> swapped yeah, shirts my he was like pig yeah. pen. button my uh top shirt button hair yep. makeup yeah for there the radio go. yeah all, i'm pretty sure all my for, hair all for done. you guys out there in video podcast land yeah. for those of us listening to the podcast go over and check it out if you want to just see what we're i guess what we're wearing i don't know we're we've got you know, we got matching our, coffee our cups, cups and mm. everything so that's cool. A lot of people like different ways of, of processing media. I always like listening to podcasts while doing dishes or driving. Yep. Uh, but some people are real visual. Um, you know anybody who's been talking to you about the podcast that you guys want to shout out? Well, I, Nicole Harvey watches it all the time. I yeah, know quite she, a few people. She was the one actually came to my mind. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's all over. I had her on Zoom today and said, you know, if the quarantine was only for you to get, you know, to get to know you and get to know what's going on in, in your life, mm-hmm. it's kind of been worth it. She's really um, been born again. So, hey, Nicole Harvey, this is for you. Yeah, awesome. Nice to, nice to have you listening, Nicole. She listens on the uh, Podbean app. There's like a thousand ways that you could listen really? to this show. Wow. Um, so if you... If you're finding this show via Facebook post or something, head over to changeorville.org and uh, follow the links to podcast. Or you can just uh, jump on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. It's literally everywhere. 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 And that's the second everywhere. time I've said literally. So literally. I've, I've hit my, literally. I've hit my You my might be maximum. British. So last week we started off by singing some Toto oh, hits. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're kind of on the upswing. Hold of the line. We're, we're kind of. Bam, 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 bam. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So that that was last week. That We're going to leave Toto back there. Okay. Right. But, you brought um, him up, though. I, I did. Yeah. I feel like we're on the upswing out of this quarantine thing, especially here in, in rural northern California. Yes. And so that's brought me in mind of one of Vicky's favorite songs to sing. So 
Do you you want to hit hit us with some? I'm still standing. Absolutely not. No, you're not going to do it. All these people. <laughs> no, no, Max. I'm still Go ahead. standing. No, I'm After just after all to these warm years. Up. Yeah. Feeling like a true survivor. Yeah. Feeling like a little kid. We are still standing. I'm still standing. You can sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're still standing. I'm still standing. He has a great voice. I'm, Mine is only for yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Your voice. Yeah. And everybody at the Father's House team. Yeah. So when we when it. we get back together <laughs> in person, you're gonna have to come to the father's house. And Vicky's uh, the number one fan on Facebook, but she's also the number one fan right in the front row. Worship. And uh, yeah, I remember one time when a uh, long time ago when we were very young and our, we went to a church in Spokane, and it had probably had like 25 or 40 people. And my brother and I would sit in the front front row, like it was a little kind of like our old. Um, dining hall was a very small house and we we sang very loudly and the, the uh, <laughs> pastor who was also a worship leader he'd be five five to six feet away from us and one time he just broke up out laughing and he he had to open his eyes and kind of shook his head because there was no way he could find a key with with bruce he was and having I. a hard time bruce and i singing loudly guitar <laughs> trying to sing on key with <laughs> in his right ear and he was he said he would just start inching his way away until <laughs> he was in front of the other row he was yeah. all the way to the left yeah. <laughs> anyway great. there you go i still i still poor lisa kelly and whoever leads worship i'm right there loud, oh, loud no, and clear. that's one of the I other good benefits worship, of i the, love having vicky worship in the, the quarantine right you can't hear all the people trying to trying to sing differently. that's right that's why she sounds so good is because we're, we're not, not we're not in her way that's right <laughs> tell you, loud vicky, and proud if, if vicky, you don't know what we're talking about you can still watch the, the live from the house broadcast every every night at six o'clock pacific time that's also on facebook uh, the father's house facebook yeah i'll put links to that in the description here and that's uh, been cool we're doing church services live still from from the house so uh, six o'clock on wednesday yep. and which Tonight. is today oh yes uh, right. i mean it's dropping the show's dropping on monday but <laughs> Um, it's a Wednesday to us. That's all right. right. It's a Wednesday and, uh, for us. and Sunday morning. So check those out. Whenever Steve says "all right," that means he wants to keep going. Yeah. So all let's right. moving let's, right along. Yeah. After all the commercials, getting uh, <laughs> we're having a good time, Max. Yeah. Steve yeah. is thinking about his uh, backhoe outside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the work. Cool to... You're a working pastor. You're not. Uh, that I am. He is a worker. Works. You got to get stuff. Get <laughs> stuff going, and that's a little bit of what we're talking about uh, today. If you've been joining us for the past few episodes. Since we kind of shifted focus and started bringing both you guys in on every episode, that's been awesome. But what we've been talking about has been things like how your life should be different when you're a Christian. Absolutely. How obeying Jesus uh, should be a, a temp, um, it's a, like a permanent. It should. It, that's how your life should look, right? right. Obedience, and um, and how sacrifice. Jesus showed us sacrifice, and we we have to obey him and and walk that out. Correct. And so I imagine a lot of people would maybe be having a hard time with some of those subjects about, well, don't you guys sound like it's a little bit one-sided with, with works. works. And, uh, and so I wanted to get your guys' opinion on that because I know a lot of people are asking that question. They probably asked you. The, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one way you can get in contact with me. Ask, if you want to ask Stephen Vicky yep. stuff, you can shoot me an email. That's right. Um, so how do, we, how do we do that? How do we do both? Or do we have to do both? Be intimate with God and and have a working, you know, working well, out our faith. If I could add something that is seemingly obvious yet doesn't seem like any of us think about it, 
intimacy with God is a work. You have to, you have to get up or go wow. to your closet. You have to stop your life. That's good. You have to do something to become intimate with God. You have to approach him. And so what we call it around here is loving Jesus. So we are high in value for worship, right? For worship, singing songs of worship and saying words and getting in a posture of worship, raising our hands on our knees, bowing before him. Well, I've got kind of bad news for a whole bunch of people. Those are works. Ah. Those Mm. are actions that require a decisive decision to do it. You look around the room and not everyone's doing it. Well, if you look at their life, there's very little declaring of the faith. Now, Paul the Apostle said that we are saved by grace and that through faith. Faith. He also said we're not saved by works. And it's really so simple. We aren't saved by works. We're saved by grace. But everybody doesn't get grace. Only those who have faith get grace. And faith without works, our other apostle said, is dead. Wow. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hmm. So, I mean, they really had a clear understanding that when the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you, there will be evidence called fruit. Kindness, it takes a work to be kind. Hmm. You have to act out kindness. You know, gentleness self-control these are all things you do Uh, love love one another as i have loved you guess what jesus did he did works of salvation works of healing works of feeding love one another as i love you go feed you saw me hungry and gave me nothing to eat Hmm. it's works guys works is not how i'm saved works is how my faith manifests itself in a world full of darkness and commonality. There's just everything is going a certain way. There is a prince in this world, and faith stands alone on a hill as a light of the world. It's good. And faith without works is dead. And it's just what you define. Oh, the guy, the thief on the cross, he didn't have any works. Are you kidding me? <laughs> The guy from a cross with his with the evil guy, the guys on the ground who still can inflict a ton of pain before he dies. He proclaims Jesus as the king. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. He, he proclaims belief in front of people who are beating people for believing this. They beat him and I'm going to declare him my Lord. That's a work. That's a declaration of faith. Mm. Maybe it's the last one of his life or the only one of his life. But he declared he faith. it was a work. And I think that when people are so, they so much need you to define, are you saved by grace or by works? Well, you can't have one without the other. James said, you tell me about your faith, but I'll look at what you do and I'll see your faith. Well, you're saved by grace through faith. You can't have grace without faith. Faith is the door by which you enter into the room of grace. And faith is a work. It's a lifestyle of doing things. Uh, and I'm not saying you have to be out here on a tractor. I'm out here on a tractor for Jesus. And everything I do, I do for Jesus. And I don't do it to be saved. Let me just make this real clear. It's good. I do it 
because I am saved. am saved. I do it because I am intimate with him. Because at a different time, in a different work, I bow my knees before him. I raise my hands and surrender to him. I put out my hands in receiving to him. I receive what he did for me. I happen to know. You go out of your way for somebody and they appreciate it, it feels good. They actually take advantage of it. You give them a car, they use that car to go get a job. They use that job to pay their bills, have a house, feed their kids for the first time in their life. Hey, they're using your sacrifice well. Well, Jesus had much greater sacrifice than to give me a car. He gave me his life. What do I do with it? I show great appreciation and worship in my life for what he did for me by doing things. By, and no, doing things is saying kind things, telling people the truth, and building walls, building foundations, feeding the hungry. It is a lifestyle of serving him, and it really can't be separated. Hmm. You can't have one. There is no intimacy without works, and any works without intimacy is just useless labor. Well, that's what I wanted to, to get into, because it seems like in my Christian life, I've, I've seen people who are really good at working, mm-hmm. and I've seen people who are really good at intimacy, and I don't remember seeing a whole lot of people that were really good at both at the same time, or really wanted to be mm-hmm. good at both at the same time. Can you, Vicki, tell us just about kind of the two ditches that people kind of end up on with, with that? Yeah, I think it's it's pretty. When you say that, I just had a thought of the new, the the Old Testament, New Testament, or the Old Covenant, New Covenant. I guess would be better, where it was really all about works in the old in the Old Covenant, and the New Covenant's about faith and grace. And and mm-hmm. uh, and I love I love the um, what Steve just said. It's so apropos. Um, it you can't have one without the other. And and I think if you get in the works vein, you get burnout. And I don't really believe in burnout because I've been doing this for a long time. Forty it was just forty-one years a few days ago, and I've never gotten burnout. Never got burnout because it's it's out of my heart of thanksgiving to Jesus for what He did to yeah, me. Love. Freely was given, freely I mm-hmm. give. He says, you know, and and I just don't feel like He's a evil slave master that's making me work. I work in response to love, like Steve said. If someone, you know, if someone gives you something, you're just so grateful to them and you're so appreciative. But how much more has Jesus done for me? Mm-hmm. And seeing his, his hand over the 41 years, it's just grown exponentially, like further up and farther in. You know, the things were, some of the things we're talking about, we couldn't have done 41 years ago because we weren't there in our faith. Yeah. We weren't there, you know, we were moving, we're, you know, we kept moving. Steve often says, if you want to get a Chico, you just start walking. And, you know, in a week from now, you'll be a lot closer than you were in this, to the city you know, three days ago. Mm-hmm. And that's Christianity is every day just getting up and saying, Jesus, where are we going? What do you want from me? And, and kind of shedding your skin of the world. Yeah. And uh, the, and then the ditch of just faith. I don't, I was saved uh, 16, you know, 16 years ago. I don't have to do anything because of grace or I'm sorry, grace. That, yeah. that's just ridiculous. It just, it doesn't, it means that you're not really studying to show yourself approved and reading the red letters of Jesus in context. You don't really know what it says. You just think it's, it's a escape, uh, uh, hell card get out of jail free get out of yeah. jail free card and, and it's like I don't know it you know the truth is if we're wrong and we didn't have to work this hard to you know because of our love and Jesus said you know you didn't have to work that hard we still make it we're okay mm-hmm. but if you just stand on the, on the side of just 
I got saved 16 years ago and I didn't want to do anything. And it's just grace, grace, grace. It was all done yeah. on, the, on the cross. I don't know if you're wrong. I don't think that would be a great place to find yourself when you, when you meet Jesus. Yeah. So I think that, you know, the, it's like, it's like really good. The, the analogy for me is a bowling, bowling alley, right? You don't want to be on either one of those sides of the uh, gutters because they're gutters. Right. You want to be center, center um, down and get strikes. So that's mm -hmm. where I want to be right in the middle of grace and faith. Hope that answers that. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because I, I just remember, I remember, kind of growing up, growing up as a Christian when I was thirteen, fourteen, and uh, that's that's all I thought about was okay. Well, I I found Jesus. I know He's real. I've started started talking to Him, but now there's all these things. This checklist, right? Yep. So quickly learn to stop swearing. Yep. Um, quickly start you know, learn to look at the opposite sex the right way and to just do all these things the right way. And, and it was, there's a little bit of relationship there, but then it was like, okay, well now you're part of the club. You got to start acting like you're part of the club. And, uh, and I've also remember hearing people say, it's like, okay, well I'm, I'm now I'm in. And, uh, I, I guess I like, I'm accepted no matter what. So That's I don't right. really, I don't really have to do anything. And I guess what I wanted to get, drill down to in this podcast is there, there's there got to be both, right? Correct. Like you said, um, you can't have one without the other. I remember, it sounds like that that song from, what's yeah. the, that sitcom, right? Yeah. Love and Marriage. Oh, the I one that I would never watch that. I'd never yeah, watch it, but it would it. come on yep. after The Simpsons, which I used to watch. You used to watch and, that? And my then, kids couldn't watch that either. Well, my, I couldn't watch it as a kid either, but then all the other. all the Married other with children? No, I never watched that one. I watched The Simpsons. Simpsons. Which, at, when I was younger, my mom said no to. But as the rest of the world got all crazy, The Simpsons stayed the same, and it was almost innocent. Up. And so now my mom likes The Simpsons. So I never watched it. But that then, yeah, Married with Children Love would come marriage. on, and we'd yep. click, change the channel. Can't have one without the other. So yes, back to our yeah, <laughs> back and that's true. You can, it really, honestly, there's it's it's the attention of the gospel. There's always yes and no, and everything that Jesus teaches, it's. Um, it really is the tension, don't you think, Steve, of just mm. the gospel being right in the middle? I think so. So there's, there is yeah. this, it, it comes from one, it, it starts with one and flows into the other, and it starts with relationship, right? Yeah, I just, I think in, if we're talking intimacy and works, I think they're the same thing. You can't have, you can't have intimacy without works, and you can't have works without intimacy. Intimacy is a work, and I just, I don't know how to describe it any differently. It's mm -hmm. like, People who ask that question, you know, it's it sounds like question. you're all about works. Yeah. You're not about intimacy. Well, um, works that aren't about intimacy are dead. Huh. And works that aren't about faith are dead. But every action of faith uh, just should, should um, what's that? You were talking about burnout. It, was, well, it should inflame you. It should be a, a, burning, a burning coal inside of you that drives you. Like, I want to do this. This I get to do this, you know. Mm -hmm. And it gets tiring. I've been working two full-time jobs all my adult life, and I have never thought uh, that I was burned out ever. That you have arrived. I came. I came. I I want to do it for the Lord, and I am very intimate. Most intimate person you know is probably Vicky, and we believe this. So uh, it's like you can't have. They just they don't exist apart. Works in the kingdom. The works that are faith and faith that brings you grace. Even grace was a work of Jesus Christ. Wow. Every apostle, look at every single apostle. I mean, name a person that's described in the New Covenant that's not out doing it. 
and doing it like at a cost yeah. at an extreme cost of their very life and you just i don't i don't know how else to do, talk about it or describe it or so where do, where does that idea then come from because i know there's so many people out there that's like it's just plaguing them that that they're different things where does it come from that that it's a different that they're polar opposites well people don't want to do these things feed the hungry go preach you know be sent to africa or be sent to bad neighborhoods or you know things that cost them they don't want to do them so they come mm -hmm. up with a reason why they don't have to theology almost they, they, yeah. they read the bible to try to prove that their what point. they want and their lifestyle is justified and i think that wisdom is justified by her works jesus i mean every time we come to a verse that says uh, he did this so that we would do good works. Um, no one wants to hear that, but I emphasize it. See, it's, we are created for good works. We are sent out to do good works. We are saved to do good works. And all of those are found throughout, you know, the, those ideals are found throughout the New Covenant. And so... I think also, I think um, you're asking where it comes from. I think it's just, I don't, I think it comes from just going to churches and allowing the pastor to speak into your theology into your identity and not really finding out for yourself exactly mm. what it says you know for the love of all that's holy don't take my word for it or steve's or yours it's like the bible says study show yourself approved i think we talked about that last week it's like but a lot of churches will pre preach us a prosperity message or the claim it, um, name it claim it mm -hmm. um and we just kind of buy into it and honestly we're inherently a little lazy I know yeah. I am. I would rather just yep, sit at home relate. watching TV, love and marriage. What is it? Marriage with children. <laughs> not just not. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the truth is, it gives us credence for why we don't have to do things. So you go to a church and that's what they're saying. So it, it gives you, well, you know, I don't have to do anything. I'm saved. Mm -hmm. He's got my back. Yeah. I, I got I got saved in 1979. I, I don't have to do anything else. The truth is, we don't want to do the works to find out whether or not that's true. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so. So what are the effects of somebody leaving that that out of their life? If they just are like, I don't really feel like I have much of intimacy with him, so I'm just going to skip that part, and I'm just going to plow on ahead and just keep doing that. I'm, I'm confused. They're going to do which? Which Works. are they going to do and which are they not so going to do? So I'm failing to have a relationship with Jesus. I, I don't really feel that intimacy. It's not a motivating factor in my life. So I better just I better just plow through and and just keep working for him without first having that intimacy. I think you're way better off mm -hmm. doing that than the opposite, having the intimacy without any works. I agree with that. I think you you intimacy right without road. works uh, ends up being a little bit like um, in the Adam and Eve in the garden. It opens you up to starting to think uh, it all, just by by itself, just one thing. I fellowship with God, and that's all I do. Wow. Um, that's That doesn't lead in a very good direction mm -hmm. in the Garden of Eden or anywhere else. I think that I think that our faith is given shoes. It's given, it's given you know, traction. He by, gives us credit for that, too, I think. By working. And I think that yeah. some people never do have that intimate touch by God. Mm -hmm. I think they could have uh, if they would get inner healing, get, get the obstacles removed. I think they could have. But... I think that a person who goes all their life in a stated faith, doing the things God told them to do in the Bible, because whether you hear God's voice or not, the Bible is what God wrote to yeah. us. And we have his voice there. 
And I know a lot of people, pretty, pretty wildly faithful Christians who are very merciful, who basically don't had never felt God. Mm-hmm. And, and they, I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. I think Jesus would say, blessed are they who believed without the benefit yeah. of, of intimate touch. And I, I think that the most important thing is worship. Mm-hmm. And I think that a man who dresses up on Sunday morning, takes his family to church, really lives a holy life and decides and, and declares, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in God the Father. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I, I believe in the Trinity. I believe he died for my sins and saved me from myself. That man is going to be f- doing really well. Those are a lot of things he did that stated faith. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of worship to make all those dis- declarations. To go to church every week, that's worship. To make the stand against unrighteousness, to, de- to decide not to cheat any man, that's worship. Mm-hmm. God sees all of that as worship. And that, by definition, is intimacy. I think the question says, if you don't feel God, you're not intimate with God. And I just don't know. I don't know where that comes from. That comes from a 21st century ideal of what Christians and he's supposed to be. You know, this uh, God touched by the Holy Spirit. I certainly like that and I want that and have that. But is it the is it the deciding factor of whether or not I'm a faithful Christian or not? Right. You say all the time, like, hey, he told me he was true. And if he doesn't say it again, ever again, that's right. I still have to operate on. He that's told right. me that's he right. told me he was real. And I, and I agree with Steve. I think if you had to choose one or the other, I'd rather have someone who showed me their works, kind of even because, quite honestly, in this day and age, there's a lot of places that we're we're associated with where it's just experiential. Yeah. It's intimacy with Jesus. That's all they want to do is just be intimate with God and worship and and then not do anything. Receive from and, him. And so when. Uh, and receive from him. And so the problem we're seeing now with the second or third generation of the experiential movement is that their kids don't even believe because there's no works. There's no there's no um, yeah. taking your kids to church, making them do something because there's such a incredible. Um, uh, they're just a, it's an incredible thing when you teach your kids how to live you know, and, and just doing the next right thing. So I think if there's, I mean, obviously, again, in the middle of the, middle of the, of the bowling lane is where we want to be. However, if you had to choose one or the other, I would go with works and just, I love him. I can't feel him. Mm-hmm. I don't even, you know, but I just yeah. know that he's there and he saved me and he doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. So I would That's agree right. with that. And let me just say for the audience, don't choose one or the other. No. Yeah. yeah. Make both of them real. Make make intimacy your works. Your life's And your, life your works, work. your intimacy. Mm-hmm. Make yeah. worship your lifestyle. So you you talk about something uh, that I think would be helpful in this. It's practicing the presence of Jesus, yeah. right? And so I remember reading that book. I think his brother Lawrence. He was a monk yeah. in France, I think, a long, long time ago. And he had just a running conversation, uh, even out loud, with the Jesus. Lord. Uh, he was a he was a kind of. I don't think he was very well educated. He was a cook for all the other monks, mm. and he would just cook with Jesus. He would go on errands That's to right. pick up stuff yeah. from town with Jesus. And P-P-O-G-J. P-P- so explain P-P-O-J. that a little bit. Well, what, I if, mean, the story you're telling is an absolutely perfect viewpoint mm. or a vision. If you think about the guy cooking in, in his time frame, he didn't have you know piped-in gas and all mm-hmm. that. Think about how much work it was while he's intimate with Jesus. Perfect. Uh, and I think it's a perfect combination, a perfect balance of... Uh, he is my friend. He is with me. He's a brother. He's my Lord. 
and I obey him. I take him with me. And he's with me, so I talk to him. I don't ignore him. Yeah. I live with him. I don't ignore him. I serve him. I don't ignore him. He doesn't serve me. He doesn't live to serve me. I and live you would, to serve him. You would actually go and open the door for Jesus when you're I, going on a, I had a, drive, a right? season in my life where I wish I would have continued it. I did it as a season on purpose where I asked him to move so I could get a box. I, I opened the door for him like I was opening it for my girlfriend mm -hmm. and then closed it, went around, got in the driver's seat, drove him, talked to him by turning my head towards the passenger seat. Um, I, I had a, you know, groups of people that thought I was nuts. I worked for 30 days at a nursery <laughs> one time just to break up the monotony of construction. And all these uh, ladies are out there wearing these big, big sun hats. And they just, they, they would all gravitate towards me in the box truck, loading the box truck so they could hear me talking to an invisible person. <laughs> That's great. And they would be speaking a foreign language. I don't know what it was, but they were speaking a foreign language. And I knew, but you could see from the body language, they're saying, hey, that crazy man's doing it again. He's yeah. good looking, but he's crazy. He's yeah. crazy. He's good so looking, I, I actually helped my daughters with that. So my daughters share a room. And the youngest one, she's not afraid of the dark arrow, but Jovi... She's not, Arrow's not the youngest now. She's middle. In the middle. Younger of those two, though. Yeah, the younger of those two. Yep. Jovi is afraid of the dark now. And so we started inviting Jesus to ah. come sit on the blue chair in, in our room. That's cool. And I didn't realize how big of a deal it was Oof. to them until we ran out of space, had to rearrange, and we had to actually get rid of the blue chair. And so the Boy. question, obviously, in my four-year-old's head is, where is Jesus going to sit? So <laughs> we practiced. We said, okay, well, you've got extra sheets. Let's make him a little Aww. spot to sit on the floor. Aww. And then she actually came to me and she said, I, th I think he'd actually be more comfortable up on the dresser there because he could see more up there. So can <laughs> Love we? Love that. And so when she prays at night, she prays, uh, can you come sit on the cabinet? Can Aww. you protect our my sisters and wow. myself? And, and it's cool because... She's she's taking our word for it, and then she's wow. she's actually practicing his presence with her. Her whole life, if she right? can continue that, that'd be phenomenal practice, don't you think? It just because yeah. uh, I wish I could do that all the time. Yeah, so, I wish I would have kept doing it. Yeah. So what what do you say to somebody who doesn't believe that they can actually have that experience with with the Lord, that that intimacy? Well, I think the any person who thinks that. As two things, they they have a faith problem. Number one, they might have a faith problem, which would be uh, a very scary thing. If they don't have a faith problem, then they have a misunderstanding of the word intimacy, what it means to be intimate with God. And I've already spoke to that a little bit, but we we, we in this we in our time in our day have so many people defining terms for us and. And, you know, Vicki told the story where at conferences where each hour of the day someone defines it differently and everybody amens. And mm -hmm. we're all so confused with that because the word intimacy, you know, to be intimate with somebody, if, if, when they say I can't be intimate with God, you have to ask them, well, what does that mean? That what, what is it you can't do? And when they tell you, it's like, well, that's not the only that you're Good. like, you're pigeonholing this thing. You, you are God. You're picking one thing out of a whole basket full mm -hmm. saying, if it's not this, then it's not real. It's like a basket full of assorted fruit. And you mm -hmm. pulled up a banana and say, if it's not this, it's not fruit. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. Your definition of fruit is wrong. All of those things in that basket are fruit. And why? Why can't? Well, tell me about your life. What are you doing? Well, that's intimacy. Tell me what else you're doing. That's intimacy. 
That's closeness to God, that you hold his word dear to your heart. Most intimacy people become word word people. They can become Bible people. Mm-hmm. They're always quoting the Bible at you as a defense for you to think something's wrong with them because they're not like you. And so they start quoting the Bible at you to prove to you they're intimate or, or that they know something. And then they'll t- I don't feel God. I don't, you know, I don't, when I talk, I don't feel him listening to me. Yeah, but you're, you're intimate with his Bible, with the Bible, and mm-hmm. that is his truth. So isn't that some form of intimacy with him? If that if the truth in the Bible is him, this is him, this truth, not the book, not the words, the the truth of the Bible is if that's him, then isn't that being intimacy with him? And they all look at me and go, well, it's not what I thought intimacy was. You know, it's like it's always either a faith problem and they really don't have any faith and they're just kind of spitting in the wind on you. They just kind of want to argue about it or they truly are sincere and they don't know what intimacy is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's been defined for them by others as something really crazy. Yeah. You shake yeah. and you quake and you feel the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and you sweat. Yeah. Or if it's not it's what, how it, if it doesn't look how my, I look when I'm intimate, then I must be saying you're not intimate. And that's mm-hmm. not true at all. It's really good. That's really good. That is helpful. That is helpful for, to me. It's like, you know, cause that, that just defines it. You know, we, we do put it all, as if you don't do this or that, you're not intimate. Mm-hmm. If you don't always know or hear God, you're just not intimate. Well, that's not true. It's, yeah. it's, I think there's so much more your whole life. We're, we're a, we're a whole body and, mm-hmm. and we're very, uh, we're made so uniquely that we, I think that's really a great answer. I don't think I've ever heard it quite like that. I really like that. Well, for me, practically that stuff has been coming actually been a growing thing for me mm-hmm. recently because I, I got here and I came from a place that was way more, it, it was very religious, yeah. right? Very it was, word oriented. It was very, yeah, very word oriented. Mm-hmm. I could tell you what the Bible said and where it said it. Sure. And cross-reference. Right. And it was, it was really good. Yeah. Um, but I had, I had a hard time. Like if you were to say like, tell me what God says about this, I'd come back with a case study. <laughs> right. And, uh, and awesome. so, when I got here and I, I experienced people saying, actually, Jesus wants us to turn left. So we're going to turn left at this, at this street. I was like, man, I am miles away from Uh that. And I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to to look like them, to have intimacy the way they defined it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, I really wanted intimacy and I, I overlooked the things that I was actually, I'd actually been intimate with Jesus in and, and so I tried to make my faith look like somebody else's. One size fits all. And actually what happened when I, when Steve, you told me, just take the pressure off. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. just do what you're doing and, yeah. and you know, focus on the community of believers around yeah. you. Yeah. Focus on, you know, focus on the good things. And like, your own gifts and talents. Right? Yeah. And I did that. And that was, I think that was about a month ago you told Super. me that. And Every day, a little a little brick from that wall has been coming down. Wow, that's uh, awesome, that's And so I've been to able that. to, I've been asking um, on the advice of Lisa Kelly. She said, why don't you, if you have a hard time hearing God's voice, why don't you ask him something that's not tied to some big life decision? That's or, great. So I got a lot of hats. I, yeah. I love hats. And so I ask him, what hat today, Jesus? That's awesome. And uh, I would never pick my Cincinnati Reds hat first because it's kind of old and, and shabby. But two days in a row, I got Cincinnati Reds. I'm like, I, there's no big story behind that. But I get to walk around the, the whole day like I'm wearing the hat Jesus told me to wear. Did you it's ask Jesus nice today? 
no, Yost told me I had to wear the blue well, hat for the recording. I was like, you recording. really match us. You did great. I was right? like, well, so Yost from Jesus. So Jesus was speaking through Yost. He was, That's right. And once again, we've got Yost, Yost back, back on, on the podcast. And he's just so still single? Right. He's still single, but he's Uh-oh. not desperate. Uh-oh. <laughs> there we go. He's, he'll, he'll roast us every time after we're done <laughs> recording. shakes his head at us. Yeah. So if you know that somebody hears the Lord about which way to turn, yeah. today's version is... Boo-hoo, I can't hear him. Wow. I want to hear him. When I think the real response Good, should be, victim. I'm going to hang out with that guy a lot and keep seeking the Lord for what it is I can do. Yeah. And so he can. He knows to turn, and, he's, and he does it well. He hears the Lord, turn left, turn right, go straight, back up. Well, I want to hang out with him because I want to celebrate his gifts. I think it's really clear that we all have lots of gifts and even all the gifts, but we don't all have the ability to use them for some reason. We don't all mm, operate so in good. them. It's whatever our faith causes to rise to the top. And if this guy's faith rose to where he hears directions, I mean, you name someone that couldn't couldn't stand to hear directions better. Mm. We would all benefit from having that guy in our midst. <laughs> yeah. And so then what is my gift? Maybe my gift is making sweet music like Lisa's and and causing people to love Jesus. Well, let's add her to our circle as well. And now we're not going to get lost. We're going to go the right direction and yeah. we're going to have somebody lead us in worship. Good. Well, then what else? Let's find someone who is able to read the Bible and just see the truth and expound upon it. Well, let's let's get that guy in here, too, because that's a pretty important gift. Mm-hmm. Right. And here's some guys over here that can lift heavy things. And here's some girls over here that can decorate pretty. And they and they and they are led by the spirit in decorating. Well, wouldn't That's we want really them good. in our circle as well? Yeah. I want to hang out with that person, too. And pretty soon you have the gifts and talents we were born in being consecrated unto the Lord because he died for us. And we love him. And our, our ability is heightened. Our 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 pencil is sharpened. Our knife is sharp and our our whole life is sharper and the image is clearer because we're being used by god in our gift but let's not say i'm afraid of getting involved in work so i'm not going to use my gift i'm not going to sing good songs i'm not going to speak about the bible because i don't want anybody to think i'm doing works Mm. i'm working my way to heaven um no we need to all just start doing these works quit sniveling because you have one that i don't have and you quit sniveling because I have one you don't have. And let's all just go together. And it's if really you know good. someone that can hear God, then go ask them, what's God saying? Yeah. Instead of what we've got today is a whole lot of people who speak for God. And it turns out they weren't speaking for God. And it just diminishes faith. It doesn't grow faith. Yeah. But if we have 10 people and one hears God and, and pretty clear that it's kind of like awesome to watch because they seem to be right. Well, uh, hey, why don't you hang out with me? Because when I need to hear God, if because I can't, I want you to. Yeah. I mean, and again, let me go back to everybody. Hold your letters on that subject. I believe everyone can hear God. I just don't believe we all do. And I don't believe everyone has learned yet. And we're all in different processes. But if somebody's ahead of the game and got there first and they can hear God, I want to hang out with them. I mm-hmm. want them to tell me where, where God's taking us. Yeah. And, and I'm way ahead. I am way ahead on a bunch of other things. And People should want to hang out with me. And Vicky is astronomically great at really other things than me. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to reject her for that. I want to add her to the soup, add her flavor to the, to the you know, to the yeah. mix. Yeah. All right. 
That was really good. I went off. What? No, it's good. So where yeah. do we where do we go, Vicky, to help people? Help people. So maybe so there's somebody listening that's like, man, I've never I've never even got that. I have to do something. I have to do something with my faith. What's one thing they can do today while staying intimate with Jesus? Mm-hmm. And quarantined. And quarantine. Yep. Because we don't know where people are yeah, listening. Yeah, that's right. right? It could be locked down. Um, what can we do for them to help them start? practicing both intimacy and works I think it's it's just really simple um when I got um saved I just every day is I woke up and say okay like where are we going today Jesus yeah I give you permission to take my day and I don't really look for things to you know give my money away or or to help people I just love Jesus Mm -hmm. and um and I think most of your listeners do that and it's just like it's just like the Lord is able to open doors and shut doors so just i think getting up every morning and just dedicating the day to jesus and he's the author and the and the and the, and the finisher right. of our faith so he's also that you can get us where he needs to go mm-hmm. so i would just quite simply just wake up in the morning before your feet hit the floor and say jesus this is your day where are we going and then when you're walking around and, and all of a sudden you think about you see the guy in the street and you think you know i should give him some money it's probably not your thought It's because prob- I'm not usually tempted to do good. I'm mm-hmm. usually tempted to do bad and hold my money. So if you have a thought, I should give that guy my shoes. Just do it. And, it, and you start that way, and you, it just grows. And um, you, just, you just hear – it's just an impression. Like all time, lots of times we say we hear the Lord, and the, people are really confused about that. I don't hear an audible voice. It's more like a, an impression, a thought. Yeah, that I know now That's is not helpful. mine. Mm-hmm. It's not mine because I'm. I don't want to give him my brand new Nike shoes. I just bought them, but so if I think that I, I've throughout the years I've acted on that, and and then I hear these stories oftentimes on the other side where they say, you know, I was just you know asking the Lord this or that, and can you imagine if someone got saved because you gave him your sixty dollar yeah. Nike shoes? It's really worth it. And is that is that a muscle that you it's have to build up? It's a real muscle. Okay. Because I remember one time um, years ago, I was thinking, I just thought like somebody came to my mind, you should call them, and I didn't, and and one of them died two days later. One of them was uh, their birth uh, their birthday. One time I did call. I remember two times I didn't do it, and the person actually ended up dying two mm. two days later. It was crazy. One time I then the next time I did do it, and this girl started crying because it was her birthday and no one called her. And so the Lord is always working, and and like again, I don't hear a thunderous voice. I hear a thought that I now recognize is not mine mm-hmm. because I'm selfish and self-centered. So to do something that's not selfish and self-centered, I recognize now it's a Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I would add, besides getting up in the morning and saying that, I would say for, you know, the question was somebody who hasn't Hasn't learned that, how do you get them started? Read the words of Jesus. Well, yeah. A little bit of the words of Jesus every day. I'm not talking about a chapter a day. I'm not talking about anything. I don't know. Just read the Gospels as slow or as fast as you want and just let those things in like Whoa. soak into you i'll bet you most of your wrong thinking starts to fade away hmm. you start really to good. you start to say wow jesus really wants a lot from us yeah how could i have ever believed he didn't want anything from us he says it in there so good yeah. how, you know do this do this don't do this don't do that yeah it's like if you do this wow he really said that a lot because people today don't believe he said that mm-hmm. they don't believe oh there's all these do's and don'ts well there are a lot of do's and don'ts and just read it. 
That would be the best way to cross over, to wake up each morning and say, this is your day, Jesus. It belongs to you. And then read what he says and assimilate it. Uh, meditate on it. I like to speak in his words. I'm always quoting Jesus. I don't do chapter and verse. Okay, in Matthew 12, it says, no, I just speak his words. That's right. Hmm. And, I, and they become life to me. Okay. Agreed. Yeah, so I, I heard somebody share something with me yesterday. And uh, she was saying, you know, I have a hard time. I have a hard time doing uh, hearing Jesus in specifics. So I'll ask, you know, whatever, what do you want me to do today, Jesus? And I'll hear, um, just help people or be there for somebody. Um, and somebody challenged them, like, well, you, you should be hearing in specifics. You know, once that muscle gets built up, yeah. you should. And she realized what was happening was she didn't actually want to hear the specifics <laughs> and and i can totally relate uh, with that too. right where it's like don't tell me you know oh just just do your best today because when when it comes at the end That's of the right. day when your head hits the pillow and you're like jesus did i do my best oh i guess i did pretty well but if it's like call this person yeah you know and the lord tells you to call this person it's pretty black and white yeah. whether you have called that person or not and, the, and, and that's, that was and that helpful when, to me. And then as, as you start like the, start the process of reading Jesus and, and just act like we're talking about this muscle, I think the Lord will give you some warm fuzzies of because we need a little bit of stimulus to let us know kind of we, we're really hearing from him. Mm -hmm. And you'll get that. You'll get some answers on the other side sometimes, you know. Sometimes you won't. Sometimes it'll take you 20 years, you know, or to maybe hear from that person or maybe never. And that's not why you're doing it, but it, to help you build that muscle. Because, like, you know, even when working out, if we just consistently looked exactly the same after 40 years of working out, we just kind of probably wouldn't want to work out anymore. Yeah. Well, after yep. 40 years, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've just been six weeks, and I'm like, everything's different in the way it fits me. So yeah. the stimulation, the stimulus of, of um, you know, working that muscle, I think it, the Lord will show you, and it's, mm -hmm. it really is cool. You're never tempted to do something good. So if you think something good, do it. That's cool. Awesome. All right, well, I think that's where, where we'll leave it. I'm, I'm glad where that conversation went. We got like we said, we got a little bit edgy in there. We did, but but I liked it. Okay. I think that's why we're called the uncommon truth, right? Well, how did get edgy? It's this you. Isn't it was you. You're the edgy one. You're, you're the angular one. I'm edgy. But we, I'm the we fluffy like one because this isn't stuff you're, you're going to hear. Right? You're not going to hear this anywhere else, and um, maybe it's not the best way to build a giant podcast library. It's, yeah. it's not the best way to to build a church, but I do think there are people out here that that are starving for truth. I agree. And uh, this is this is a great place to hear it. If you need it more than once a week, we're we're online every night right now. Yeah. And Facebook uh, and YouTube. Yep. And uh, I'll put those links down in the description. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, when all this passes by, why don't you come down for a visit and, and meet Steve and Vicky? We'd love uh, it. Or send us an email, and I can ask questions. Uh, I can ask your questions to these two, and, and we'll see what we can get talking about. So. They come down, we'll buy them a frozen yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, we, big we one. We know a good place, right? We know a good place. Great. That's right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll talk to you pleasure. again next week. Thanks for listening to The Uncommon Truth. God bless you guys.